my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Okay. <laughs> this is what I came up with. This is the literally the only episode this will ever work on. And it's a joke I'm going to use because it always makes me laugh. <laughs> Centered. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, Season 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh my god. I'm Joel Kleinberger. <laughs> and I'm Eric Hoofnagel that's right that's my fucking you know, 80s the, ass reference the, unfortunately the boogaloo boys kind of ruined that joke god fuck but it's it's a <laughs> movie about breakdancing in the same so way pure. that i can't be a boy or proud at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah that stirred it up i bet you think <laughs> i'm just so excited that in keeping with the quality of ghost adventures they opened up season two electric boogaloo i'm fucking taking it back <laughs> fuck you boogaloo boys <laughs> they they opened up season two with an absolute fucking banger yeah no it's 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 um it's great they're they're starting at this at this basically it's a it's a a, a home for boys yeah, right. so they they are they are in uh, Ione, California, at the Preston Castle, uh, which is the nickname of the Preston School of Industry, which was a juvenile detention facility slash trade school for yeah. boys built in uh, eighteen ninety. Yeah, and they say is for for kids too bad for society. But then they immediately ask this old man, like, what were kids in here for? And he's like, oh, burglary to murder. Yeah. It's like, burglary? Too bad for society. Well, it's it's two kids who are too bad for society slash kids whose parents just didn't want kids. So they just threw them over the fence right. of the school and just like, here, take the baby. Yeah. And then just oh, left fucking, them there. Man, this now that's a hard knock life. This, yeah. this would have been the craziest setting for a musical. <laughs> Which, you know, I don't, again, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to get into this because when they're opening, I'm just going to get into it right now. When they're, when they're opening, they're talking about the history of the school and, you know, they're, they're going through the, the history of like what it is where uh, one of the old ladies they interview says that they you know they would do their academics in the morning and then in the afternoon they would have to learn a trade and you know zach gets all turgid because Dude. she she mentions that they were butchering pigs and he was like oh uh, yeah it's gonna be some pig ghosts up in here some dark death bro <laughs> do you think that was calming their violent nerves and she's kind of she does not really take that because Zach has that ignorance of modern society of like not knowing how meat goes from the pig <laughs> to the store. It's not it's not like every butcher is just like oh, yeah, <laughs> blood for the blood god. Here's the fresh meat. Let's go and get it. Dude, okay, so honestly, like finding out about this place, I had uh -huh. one of the worst reactions where I thought, <laughs> God, if I could just go back in time and send my 11 year old ass to a place like that i'd maybe oh be a wealthy person now 
you know, maybe you know, I would be a full-fledged adult. You know, you know, it's funny. What? I had the same fucking reaction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, you get to learn a trade for free? I feel like a little kid that's being told that we're going to lock you in an amusement park for an entire night. They mentioned that there was, like, riots and fights and, like, people were, like, kind of rowdy. Like, Zach was like, oh, these kids were really uh, rowdy. It was just like prison. He was really trying to make this connection of making it like a prison because I think he's got a big heart on for prisons. But really what he was describing sounds like just fucking high school except for these kids get use like learn an actual useful trade rather than what I fucking learned in school, which was nothing very useful rather than what I learned in art school which was how to starve pretentiously. Well, but, you know, if that if that school existed today and I could be like, talk to 11-year-old Joel, just be like, you want to fuck off high school and just, like, learn how to, like, carve wood and shit? You want to go like... and kill pigs at a school? <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're talking to, to people about this school, and, you know, there are four deaths that stand out. That's right. There yeah. is uh, the... Two child ghosts that Zach says could be there are the ghosts of Samuel Goines and Joe Lopez, who were yeah. killed trying to escape the facility. So it probably wasn't the most fun facility. No. Let's be honest. But, I mean, you would you, based on the pictures that they use, which maybe are from the facility or maybe just from a Google search of kids in the kids past. Kids working. Yeah. <laughs> Children having fun pre-cell phone. Did, did you did you take a look at these pictures? Because I got a, a big old kick out of them. Oh, I mean, like, I yeah, I saw what, what popped up. Yeah. I'm going to send you a text because I want to talk about two of these pictures. The first one is the the uh, the kids working on slaughtering a pig picture. OK. And I can't help but notice and for for the people who okay. are playing playing the home game that's this picture's at two minutes and 48 seconds and you know zach is all talking about like oh they're slaughtering pigs blah 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 but it looks like about there's there looks like there's some old-timey tomfoolery about to go down if you pay close attention to the, oh, the guy in, in the, the lower ground yeah <laughs> he looks like he's gonna wrap pig intestines over those kids in front of him yeah, he he looks like he's about to like he found the 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 artery in the neck. He's like, I'm gonna poke it. <laughs> I'm gonna squirt him. If you look very closely in the background, his associate who might be in on the joke looks like he's doing everything he can to stop from laughing. <laughs> okay, okay, but also Joel, if no tomfoolery is about to happen, these are the worst facial expressions to have while cutting a pig open. There, there is that. There is the, there is the problem that Zach might be right, and these kids are just like, yeah, murder. But the other thing is that both of the the boys who are trying to stop themselves from teehean, they do look like they're both focused on the one not white kid. So given the <laughs> it time is frame, true, it is true. things could also get really dark yes, really fast. Yes. These photos, I just, I don't know. I was just so into them. They, they're talking about little boys getting left there and this little boy has the most horrific doll <laughs> the little boy with the the little the, black girl doll 
the expression on the doll's face is like every <laughs> renaissance painting of somebody burning in hell and looking to heaven for absolution <laughs> it looks like it, it looks like a corpse like a it drowned does. corpse it like does. the eyes are way too wide the cheeks are yeah. too full the mouth is a gape in silent prayer <laughs> and horror <laughs> That doll scares me. I'm not afraid of evil spirits, but I am afraid of weird-looking, demented little doll thingies. I'm calling in a fucking uh, our our first of the season fashion report. Uh, the Zach Zach fashion report. Yeah, baby. You know I got shit to say. <laughs> Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa! Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. Dude, okay, so first first and foremost, I need to talk about Zach's bangs. Oh my god, this is one of my favorite little moments of the show, so please do. Yes. So, if Zach's hair is a trap... <laughs> Somewhere between season one and season two, that trap has sprung because all the spikes are straight forward, aggressively coming at you, the audience. Well, my, my favorite thing about that, the, the trap gets sprung in real time in this episode because when he introduces the, the episode, he's got like the, the spikes jutting down his face yeah they're like looming stalactites and then perhaps because he starts talking about all the dangers and all the ghosts it's almost like he gets like a hair erection where it's just like (laughs) i think narratively he gets hair erections and the more excited he is to fucking take on a ghost the harder his hair gets spiked God, I'm feeling it too, bro. Are you really? Yeah. Oh my God, you are. Look my hair standing up. I have plenty to say about what he wore. Oh, please, please bring it on. Okay, okay. So, let's start with the belt buckle. Mmm. The, mm. the, the, uh, the skull and crossbones shiny silver belt buckle. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a good look. He's also got, like, a classic, one of his, like, just overly complicated gothic tees yeah it's it's goth vomit oh yeah it's it's all the things that like if you took a hot topic and blended it and threw it like uh impressionistic art style at a t-shirt that's what would come out (laughs) if you play any song by blood on the dance floor backwards (laughs) that's the sound of what this looks like if it, yeah, if you're listening to Blood on the Dance Floor backwards and you're one of those synesthesia people like Kanye West, that is the that is yeah. what is coming. That's the image that yeah, the, the music is making. You will start <laughs> bleeding from the ears and the nose. Uh, but also, also, I noticed that Zach got jacked in the meantime between season one and two. He thickened. He thickened up. He is he is fully zacked out. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say fully. I don't think this is his final form. Oh, no, it's certainly not his final form. But may I also describe his level of uh, intensity in this s- strikes me as just ever so slightly desperate. 
Hmm. And I think yeah. it's because it's because he didn't have anything to worry about in the first season cuz like they didn't know if they were going to get picked up again. But now yeah. he's he's like, "Oh shit, we've done this whole thing. We're back. We mm-hmm. need to give it our all if we're going to keep this going." And That's this right. comes back at the end of this episode for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure and also if we're sh- if we're doing some shout outs to uh the boys looking better nick looks forever the same he's the same boy but aaron is looking nice and swole he's looking like he thinned up which is funny because i've i've watched enough ghost adventures to know that zach uses the fat jokes against aaron well into season five after he's dropped the weight <laughs> He can't give up on them. They're just such good zingers. (laughs) He just, you know, he always knows how to just keep his favorite beta in his place by reminding him of all the things that he's self-conscious about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, how are you? How is he going to find another form of joke that's going to feel good to say hurt his friend's feelings and also make himself feel better all at the same time like exactly it's hard to find that perfect mix and fat jokes are just about the best you can get especially as a as a health goth and everybody around him on the recordings that i have listened to easily jump into the fray of making fun of aaron about his weight so it's all like a double bonus oh my god jesus christ aaron looks thinner than i've ever been in my life yeah i have good i have like lost uh i lost a hundred pounds between like 18 and like my mid-20s i was down a hundred pounds and i didn't i would still was fatter than Aaron on his worst day. I know you're heavy, so it might take a couple spirits to pick you up, okay? So to set up uh, more about this this haunting, there were two murders at this place. One was uh, the groundskeeper, who was just brutally murdered, whatever. But the big one was Anna Corbin, who was uh, one of the, the, the head housekeeper, I believe. Mm -hmm. She was murdered. She was, like, strangled and beaten and put in uh, a closet in the kitchen area. Yeah, like, under a stairwell. Yeah, yeah. And, again, like, Zach tries to use this murder to buoy his uh, point that this is, like, prison and it's really scary. When he's interviewing uh, local reporter Scott Thomas Anderson. And... He says, well, clearly we are we are not dealing with juveniles who are just stealing packs of gum from your local hardware store. Because that's where you get fucking gum, I guess. We're dealing with some hardcore criminals. He, isn't he the one that mentions that, the, that, like, there was a kid who, like, hung three juries? Yeah, so they, they had a suspect that they didn't name. Uh, the, the person that they believe killed Anna was tried three times for it two juries got hung and on the third time he got acquitted so but they they still think it was him because when he left the facility he uh then murdered and raped a woman yeah yeah i did i did feel like there was a missing scene where zach goes he hung three whole juries (laughs) (laughs) 
Aaron, Aaron goes, oh, dude. And then Scott Thomas Anderson, local reporter, has to take to the camera. And it's like, that's 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 an ex, an, ex, an expression. It's a term. <laughs> it's a legal term. Dude, I'm crying, dude. What? I don't know why. And, and speaking of uh, some gallows humor... The main person that they talk to is Gloria, the founder and director of Ghost Trackers. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, Eric, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say something here really quick. Oh no. Because I did some research. Oh God, I was hoping you would. So I looked up Ghost Trackers, and the first thing I got to say is Gloria ain't fucking on Google. So, I don't think Ghost Trackers had much legs after this episode. However, you know me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe in God. I'm not a religious person. I'm not, I'm not posting it up for the G.O.D. over here. But uh, every once in a while, I'm I'm given a gift that just seems so perfect that it makes me think. Because (laughs) Ghost Trackers is a thing. And oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Ghost Trackers is a paranormal competition reality TV show from 2005 in which they take a bunch of middle schoolers and throw them into haunted locations to find ghosts. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not really afraid of ghosts or anything. I see a shadow of something moving. I'm not going near those stairs. I am not going near the stairs again. Oh my God, Joe. Oh my God. Something just swooped by me and it went super cold. Holy crap. Did you watch any of this? I am. I found this today and I haven't been able to find it streaming anywhere because it's a show about middle schoolers in 2005 hunting ghosts. So it's not exactly a big ticket item. Any of our beautiful witches and lore warlocks, if you have a DVD box set or a VHS box set of <laughs> Ghost Trackers. Ghost Trackers. 2000, it was, so it was a one-season thing, huh? Of course it was. No, it was nope. a four-season thing. What? What channel was it on? HBO. Oh, dude. Well, whoa. Do you think... Yeah. Okay, so you said it's not streaming. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Anywhere. Damn. Dude, not cool. So I can't report too much on on Ghost Trackers, but the concept is so juicy that I had to bring it up because I don't even fucking care about Gloria anymore. Well, I, don't I wonder care what joy happened to her. I wonder if uh, Gloria witnessed what it was like leading these three man babies through a haunted location, and she's like, "Hmm, how can I recreate this?" Ah, with real children. Or maybe that's how, maybe, maybe Gloria is just the puppet master behind so many paranormal shows. She even gets, uh, Zach goofing around because per the gala's humor, she keeps fucking cracking up at the concept of one of the other witnesses who is, uh, named Sharon Leong who heard buzz saws in Anna Corbin's room, which makes a whole fucking load of sense. (laughs) She's my favorite. My God. When she, when that, that there's this really short, the first shot of her is just real quick and it's her being real overly dramatic. Oh yeah. She's like, and then we heard the 
buzzsaw. <laughs> it's about 2 a.m. in the morning, and all of a sudden, we heard this buzz saw. The way that one person put it <laughs> is what a way to be chopping up somebody late at night. <laughs> that's, how, that's how he described it. She uh, laughs. <laughs> you see, I'm not laughing, but she laughs when she talks about someone being cut up with because a saw. The, Gloria tells him about a bunch of different evidence. They go to the infirmary, which is apparently a EVP hotspot, and then Zach and Gloria get so very interested because someone's left roses by one of the beds what's was that about no one has been in there since november no it's so dumb bunch of dried roses yeah no it's a bunch of dried roses like in a in a creepy location that people tour this this reminds me of when i was i think i was like maybe 10 or so uh i uh-huh. went to a i went on a trip to wyoming <laughs> and uh because that's where my Why? mom my mom grew up in wyoming like that's where she was oh. born and raised explains that's a lot. unfortunate yeah um and so she's like oh let's go and like go on this tour of this like really fucked up old like country prison so we went on this <laughs> tour of this prison and at one point we walk into the like the this sort of like baseball court they have in there a little like gymnasium and there yeah. is a huge puddle of blood massive Whoa. puddle of blood and we're all like whoa and this and the the tour guide's like oh no no somebody shot a movie here recently we just did they just <laughs> never cleaned up the fake blood <laughs> so it's just this fucking puddle of blood which like yeah creepy locations people shoot things there people do weird shit there They're, yeah like <clears throat> There's nothing surprising Pe- about a bunch of fucking dry roses. People named Shannon Leong on this episode bring <laughs> other flowers into yes! the facility. Um, so fucking it was Shannon. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. she's the flower bringer. <laughs> and you know, so she takes them around. You know, people are feeling uh, partial possessions in Anna Corbin's room, yeah. which comes back uh-huh. and in the uh and while they're going through with gloria they get a bunch of weird stuff in the kitchen and kitchen closet area where anna's body was found they hear a little girl's voice and they smell sulfur <laughs> which is a fart it's, yeah, it's a, a fart. fart aaron farted <laughs> or zach did because he who smelts it dealt yeah it. no well he he does he does walk over to aaron and he's like in this area i've smelled sulfur <laughs> <sighs> I'm starting to smell some weird stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that? It just hit me over here. Kind of like sulfur. Was that you? Uh, I don't know. It might have been those really healthy nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, Aaron's Aaron's healthy nuts is just his extra fiber is just cleaning them out the whole time. <laughs> it's so funny that they would even mention that. Like I smell sulfur. It's like yeah. what? Why would you? Why would you? That's that everyone knows what sulfur smells like, and you're basically calling someone out for farting. It's yeah, not scary. It's, unless you pair it with Zach's other assumptions oh, later yes. in the episode. Yes, yes, about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like before before uh, they can delve too far into blaming Aaron for farting his audio goes haywire and Gloria's uh, microphone turns completely off. 
<laughs> yeah, and then she has to spend the next, like, ten minutes with her ass jutted out and, like, yeah. Aaron fiddling with something attached to her ass. So, my, my question is, Eric, now we love Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Goodwin, come hug us in the light, obviously. Yeah. But he is the only equipment tech on there. What's the over-under on him just fucking up a lot? Like, uh, not charging batteries and stuff? Honestly, like, that's, that's like, most of the times the, the equipment fails. They're like, oh, the batteries should have lasted. And yeah. they didn't. And Aaron's always like, oh, that should have done, that should have been better. Yeah, it probably is Aaron just not doing well. Yeah, not like as Zach and, or Zach and Nick are high fiving, going out on the town, drinking, not smoking, <laughs> pounding chicks. Aaron's over there with his like 14 different cameras and all of his battery packs. And he's just like, I got like three outlets in this shitty motel. Playing Metroid. He's playing Metroid. He's forgetting. He's just like, yeah, I think I plugged that in. And then he notices the battery is like slightly askew and the green light isn't on all the way. He's like, yeah, whatever. It's probably fine. <laughs> we'll just say it's a fucking ghost dude Whatever. I, okay. I imagine him by himself like slowly <laughs> falling asleep while like the, the 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 commercial for girls gone wild is on the tv <laughs> and, and meanwhile all these batteries are like unplugged and like flashing yeah. red lights <laughs> Or he's just in a shitty motel room, so he plugs in one too many, and then he fucking, like, goes to sleep, and he blows the circuit for that one fucking outlet, and they just now, don't charge. His alarm, his alarm doesn't go off, he doesn't have <laughs> enough time to wake up and get ready. He has, he has to eat something really unhealthy, which really gives him gut, his guts going, which yeah. is why they hear all these grumblings on the camera later. The only thing he can find is some, like, bologna, and he has to just, like, shove that down. He's like, it's so unhealthy. And then he, like, smokes a cigarette on top of it, but he hasn't showered, so he shows up. He smells like cigarettes and stink. He fucking smells like cigarettes and continental motel room breakfast in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. A couple when of butter packets. These eggs have been out since 6 a.m. <laughs> We're about to throw them out, sir. Dude, I just got to do it. Oh, oh no. Dude. Oh. <laughs> that will make you smell like sulfur right there. Fucking continental breakfast eggs that have been sitting out on a hot plate for six hours. Yeah. Mm, they smell like sulfur already. Oh, it smells so bad. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, run. It's so nasty. And then we get some of our more fun eyewitnesses, uh, starting with Joshua Ford, mm. who uh, investigated and heard some knocking. And he, and his story is very interesting because he came for an interview with the Ghost Boys, with our with Zacky B and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> and then he went home and decided to take pictures of his ass. Yes. To send to oh my God! So. He's sending him pictures of what's supposed to be scratches on his ass or yeah. upper thigh. Um, yeah, but, they're, but they're, the they're pictures are, are very early 2000s, like <laughs> bathroom mirror, like showing your ass. 
And yeah, yeah, there, there's, some, I, there's some side sheet going in there. I have some feeling there was, like, a couple of shots taken out with he, he's, like, pulling his pants down a bit too far. You can see a little neck, you know? Anyway, where were we? <laughs> well, so the fucking, he, the, the guy sends his ass pictures to Zach, and then they talk to Sharon a bit more, and Sharon describes on oh. camera one of the stupidest things to be submitted on, on evidence ever this is sharon says and i quote that she saw in her mind's eye a young guy with a bloody bandage around his head being dragged up the stairs and it was making a thunk 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 sound you know what's another word for the mind's eye imagination in in her imagination it she imagined that there was a boy with a bandage being dragged up the stairs you know what i can do right now eric what I could look slightly to my left and, oh boy, in my mind's eye, <laughs> there is a boy with a bloody bandage. And boy, he is not having a you good time. You know what, time. Joel? Joel, in my mind's eye, you are nude, sitting in a cake and crying. Right in front of me. Well. And I feel bad for you. One out of three of those things is true. <laughs> Joel is crying. Uh, <laughs> this is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. We are getting into the lockdown of Preston Castle for Zach to try and either find the souls of these boys who tried to escape or to talk to Anna who got murdered. Oddly enough, they kind of ignore the groundskeeper who got killed. Yeah. Kind of a weird oversight, but whatever. Um, and the lockdown starts and it's one of my favorite beginnings to the lockdown because Zach does a, a ready check. Yeah. He says, Gloria, are you ready to do this? And she says, yes. Nick, are you ready to do this? And he says, yes. Aaron, are you ready to do this? And he's like, Aaron, are you ready to do this? Oh, man. I'm <laughs> Gloria loves a, that. Well, and it is, it's at this time that Gloria reveals that she, too, was scratched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, look at my arm. Yeah. And they're like, that drew blood. As we go into this, before we talk about other scratch-related evidence, Eric, what, what, how do you feel about these scratches happening? Scratches seem to be a quick second after orbs for me, because they're the they're so common and they're so easily mundane, you know. Well, especially if you're like adrenaline's going, like. You know, if you're running around the woods, you'll get fucking scratches all over your body and you don't even fucking notice. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so it's not. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent on that. And like you were saying, Zach is running around with a belt. He's he is. It's a I think it's a flogger. Yeah, I think a, it's a like an on... official flogger because it's like on a on a like handle. Clearly, he he bought this for the episode or. Do we have any evidence mm. that any of these kids were in a fucking frat? Mm, or, you know, Eric, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, I just, 
I yeah maybe the 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 scene that we see in the commercial break as they're oh, going yeah. to commercial of him slapping Aaron on the ass with it. That is not an unpracticed movement or an unpracticed situation for Zach. That's all I'm saying. I, I wonder if Zach is kinky. If he is, if he is, he's definitely not good at it. Uh, and there is no aftercare whatsoever. No. Well, and that's why Aaron keeps coming back because he's just looking for that. <laughs> he's just looking one, for that one bit of aftercare. <laughs> he's just looking for that one hug, like one that one day, tender moment. One day he's gonna caress my face and offer me a glass of water, and it's gonna be all right. Uh, which it's it's funny because as they're opening up into this lockdown, Zach is doing his big speech. It's like once we go through these doors, it's like the gates of hell. Yeah. And Aaron, the first recorded instance of Aaron. Big dog and pulling out a shush. He shushes Zach right yeah, in the middle of his right. fucking speech. Yeah, he does. He takes Zach off guard. And I think uh, Zach gets him back right away by double shushing him just like seconds later. <laughs> yeah. Double shush. Yeah. Aaron gives a big shush, and then Aaron keeps trying to talk, and then Zach is just like, shush, shush, shush. And then we also see that Zach does slap Aaron on the ass. So to yeah. st- and to, to the effect of giving Aaron a small heart attack of fear. Cause he thinks that someone is trying to get his behind from the <laughs> spiritual realm. Well, so he just starts smacking the wall. He starts li- reliving that. Like I'm the new guy. I'm the new oh. night guy here at the, fucking prison for boys and i gotta smack her we're talking about kink zach is into role play and he's into role play and authority figures okay holy shit talk about role play man this episode's got some role playing <laughs> holy shit the whole the, like I, i'm not gonna give anything away but like as we go through this episode i think it was maybe the end of last season we talked about how zach is like a pre-written character for like uh, vampire, vampire the, the Masquerade. masquerade. <laughs> yes. And I immediately, like, just could not stop thinking about a really cringy pen and paper, uh, <laughs> you know, LARP. Because this yeah. whole fucking episode has some intense LARPing. I'm the new supervisor. I'm the new guard. And if you see this in my hand, and if you're going to cause a ruckus tonight... Then guess what? That's what's gonna happen. Dude. They hear so they hear what they say is a disembodied female voice. Which brings me to my second question to you, Eric. What's with all the fucking lady voices? There are so many things that could be mistaken for a quote unquote female voice. Or like a little girl. Well and that's and that's the thing. Like, it's not it, it doesn't so much apply to this episode. Because there is technically a female voice, like, mm. ghost that they're going for. So, sure. Mm-hmm. Female scream. But they get women screams. Like, this is an all-boys academy. Yeah. And there's instances where there's they're going to places where there's no, like, female ghosts, like, legends that they could be referencing. And yet they always get female-sounding noises. Of course they are. It's because Zach's there. And he is a... <laughs> He is a he is an energy focal point for the female spirit. The female spirit that it's it's just the sound of coming. Yeah, they're from just across oh, the shit. space and time. Ah! 
<laughs> what was that? I think I heard a female voice. <laughs> or am I in your secret spot, sweetie? Oh. I'm sorry. I just felt something touch me in this area here. <laughs> they they go to the infirmary where they set up an EM uh, pump, which is uh, like putting out electromagnetic energy yeah. for the ghosts to use. I'm pretty sure I've used an EM pump on my penis before like in a <laughs> sexy setting <laughs> so and how does that work is it is it like a, a, a just electromagnetism tube? man <laughs> okay uh we're off we're off mic right now eric uh is this a bit <laughs> is yes. this a bit yes are i've never used me, an, i've never used shocked? an electric i actually have been shocked Anyways, they're they're in the infirmary and the meanness continues because they 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 set up this EM pump and they're doing this thing where they're laying in some of the old beds and Aaron is looking for spiders which yeah. come on man like it's a fucking old building that's exposed to nature like there are brown recluses and shit yeah. in places yeah. where people like it's it's a smart thing to do and then Zach and Nick are making fun of him. Nick says, you need us to tuck you in, too? Dur, dur, dur. And then Aaron keeps wriggling. He keeps wriggling on the bed and making Zach furious. Yeah. And, it's, and he looks up and he notices that, like, everyone, every child that ever used that bed etched their names into the headboard. Yeah. Which is which is really interesting and like very cool. Really, the whole the whole like to paint the picture of this place like the the kids who had to be here like put their names on everything on the bricks on the walls on these beds, but Zach thinks that Aaron is just looking for spiders and he loses his fucking patience immediately he with yells, Aaron. He yells so much in this episode. I wrote this down. I just wrote Zach is yelling when he explains things to the camera. Every yes. single moment he's talking to the camera, he is yeah. projecting way too fucking hard. Oh, and, yeah. And I oh, think yeah. it's also that desperate energy of, like, we are starting the second season. We mm. need to fucking get this perfect. Yeah, he's he's got the Artur now. He's yeah. He can smell his dreams in his grasp. Yeah, it and... needs to be perfect, and he's stuck with these two clowns. <laughs> He's stuck with Aaron Goodwin, the equipment tech that forgets to plug in the battery packs, and they have to blame it on ghosts. And Nick. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, Nick. Oh, I forgot about him. Do you, do you feel sad? I don't know what I feel, bro. I feel really, really sad, man. They get, they get a voice in the infirmary that says, get out of here, and come on, you can do it, followed yeah. by a knock, which is pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. And... Very importantly, for what happens just minutes later, Zach and all the boys are laying in bed, and Zach officially opens them all up to the spirit <laughs> yes! world by literally saying, we are opening ourselves up to you to use our energy to harm us or to make yourself known. We are in your beds. We are in your beds, sweetie. Uh, all I wrote down for this was, 
before having sex, I want to recite Zach's call of openness. <laughs> that's oh, my, no. that's my, that's my contract signature for oh, sleeping no. with me is if, if, if I bring someone into my room and we're getting hot <laughs> and heavy, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. Get out of my bed really quick. I need you. I need to tell you something. I want to recite Zach's spell of openness. I want to open myself up to, I want to open myself to give you the energy to do any amount of harm or pleasure to me that you want. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please. Oh my God. Come give me a push or punch me. I like that. This is also when we get the obvious bird fucking scream that they think is a real ass It's an owl. It's an owl. It sounds like an owl. We all heard a very creepy female scream coming from down the hallway where this mist just went. What the f*** was that? And now, the sound of a barn owl. And this is also where we get the mist in the hallway. That's an interesting one. So is it? Is am I, Eric? I got I got I got a reality check here. COVID has prevented me from going to the eye doctor for two years now. Okay, which I desperately (laughs) need to go. I did not see a single frame of movement in Mm. all of that missed footage, and I was watching a video at 720p. I own this episode. I and the highest quality you can get. I only saw part of it like just heading towards the middle of the hallway and then it disappears so the whole so you're right most of that clip i couldn't see anything that was going on i the whole time i there there is there is two moments in this episode where i rewound and watch about 30 times (laughs) uh one of them was the smacking Aaron getting smacked on the ass. You watched no, that was funny, but that was clear enough the first time I saw it. There's another oh. one later that we're gonna get to. Trying to see this mist, I just fucking couldn't see it. I couldn't see it any time they showed it, which Gloria gave me an appreciation for Zach. <laughs> no, that really? I hitherto did not have because okay. as much as much shit as we talk, because again. You know, Zach Bagans, if you're listening, which you should be because we're going to come fight you. uh, We do love Zach Bagans and we love his crew. And we talk a lot of shit, but a lot of that comes out of a a, a place of warmth. It comes out of a place of jealousy. Jealousy and, and love. Oddly enough, Zach is like the most grounded host because like Zach is like, we found a mist. And Gloria is like, well, I can tell that it's a male by the way it's the the mist is disposition. It's like, bitch, there, yeah. there's nothing there. She also says, I can tell that this mist has walked this hallway before by the way it moves down the hallway. It's like, okay, bitch, like, fucking the mist has walked the hallway before. Which is like, Zach at least has an air of skepticism and matter-of-factness. At least in comparison with Gloria. Yeah, I was going to say, in comparison with her, because not in comparison with 
reality. Most, re- yeah, with reality. So they, they get the myth that I can't see that Glory is so sure as a man walking down the hallway and that that mist has walked that hallway a thousand times and she so fucking knows about that. And that's followed by an EM, The they have an EM alarm where there, if there's any EM energy, yeah. it it shut, sets out its alarm. And that's right after their EM pump runs out of energy again. Yes. Because Aaron. of Aaron, yeah. Dude, not cool. I'm not going to do that no more. You guys deal with that. They're like, this series of events convinced us to go down this hallway. Because it's like, they hear a scream. It's an owl. And then this alarm that they set up goes off. At the same time as, like, this mist goes down the hallway, and it's just this whole thing where they're like, let's go on a fucking ghost chase. It's a ghost chase at this point. Like, this is a thing that I've noticed, is, like, one person will say something, but they're all going to try and contest each other to have dominance over what is happening to them. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Nick is like, dude, I heard that. And, like, Aaron's in the background is like, I heard it too. And they're like, dude, shut up. Everyone shut up. We're trying to hear it. And they're like, I heard it first, though. First. It's really fucking cute. And uh, <laughs> this is this is our first orb. Our first orb oh, of the episode. yes. I need to have, like, I need to find a good orb drop. Orb. But, yeah, this is orb. our first orb. And it hits Nick's head. Uh, just, it doesn't just play the sound of a of a dodgeball hitting a wall. <laughs> you know that like really intense smack. <laughs> if, if this was a video episode, I would love to edit Ghost Adventures with just Monty Python sound effects every time an orb hits him. Um, but yeah, an orb hits Nick's head and the timing doesn't work out great. Cause it's like in the middle of him saying he feels cold, but whatever. And yeah. then the feelings amongst the boys increase and they get even more intense and the boys yeah, get, are all feeling each other very hard. Oh, they get so many feels. But now in, in competition, with with Nick getting smacked by an orb and feeling cold, Aaron feels hot on his yeah. tasty gams. It's burning, it's burning. Oh, Dude, it's burning, burns. Oh. I'm feeling a burn, and and he gives one of my favorite uh, lines, which is, "Holy, oh, you want to look at it just to make sure?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And so they look, and like clearly there are, you know two to three scratches on his leg which look like like from certain angles they like shoot it and it looks the way your leg looks when you scrape your leg with your own hand you know like yeah like ooh I have an itch well that's 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 the thing is and the weirdness of it is because again who knows how much of this is theatrics how much of it's real but like the third scratch like definitely isn't there that pronounce when they look at it the first time and it's way and more it pronounced appears. the second time and then and then zach drops my favorite shit which is such a mm, delicious callback to maybe episode one of the first season yeah when they talk to that priest mm-hmm. and kyle deacon looks, kyle. yeah yeah kyle the De- oh. deacon kyle i'm an exorcist tough guy you're strong guy but what are you going to do on the spiritual level 
are the new adventures of Bible Man. Yes, they look down at the three scratches, and, and Zach jumps in with, "Oh, that's a mocking of the Trinity. That's that's, that's demonic. <laughs> that's a mocking of the Trinity, and that's the what." Like, he, we all know where he heard that. Speaking of aftercare, this is the first time we actually see Zach show real concern for a brief second. Zach yeah. actually asks if Aaron's okay with some real, like, tenderness in his voice and then immediately starts yelling at him because he yeah. says that he's shaking, which is, again, one of my favorite clips do it i use it for the intro you've yeah, heard it, it every episode you hear it for every episode of come find me in the dark yeah don't, don't open, open yourself, yourself up, up to them, up to them. <laughs> you're not allowed that can to be open dangerous yourself. <laughs> you're not allowed to open yourself up to them only i could do that which is why i did it five minutes ago which is why you just got scratched so stop doing I'm strong it. enough stop it but that's the funny that like i mentioned that zach opened them all up to harm and then aaron gets harmed and now zach yeah. is like don't open yourself up bro bitch you did that yeah you, you, you did your incantation of openness we are now opening ourselves up to you just don't open yourself up to that man do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake okay yeah and this is this is about the time where zach starts crying right well so again not to be outdone because nick got cold and then aaron had to get scratched to yeah. up the ante and now zach is feeling a little left out so he he's he looks to nick and he's like i don't i don't feel good right now i don't yeah, just do turn off the sad? camera <laughs> yeah he tells him to turn off the camera which is like what he's like i don't know why but suddenly i started wandering off and it shows him <laughs> just wander away from them and they're like what what's zach doing oh no and they follow him and he is <laughs> it's so stupid they find him in this room and he's sitting in a chair just facing them and yeah. smiling and like turning his head and oh god it's like it's like beginner's improv all right gang i need i need a location okay haunted <laughs> asylum got it i need i need an action possessed great great cool uh and what who am i uh, oh i'm a dumb bro great got it i fucking i fucking love it uh, and I think before we get into too much more of the possession, I should talk about a section from the Zach Bagans Bible. Oh, fantastic. in chapter 24 uh on page 182 we have post possessions blues and in this he describes what being possessed is like he says being possessed is like being out of control and not wanting to be i would compare it to coming out of anesthesia where he mentions his uh nasal surgery that he had which sounds like a really fun story but it's not quite the same a possession is unexpected. You lose control of your body, which really sucks. Fun understatement. <laughs> I had a nasal surgery one time, and when I came out of anesthesia, I immediately was like, is there a napkin? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and they handed it to me, and they were like, don't blow your nose, and I immediately blew my nose. <laughs> and blood went everywhere. 
<laughs> and you also had you also had a an a, an anus investigation where you woke up and saw Tom Cruise in your colon. But that's a multiple t- that's a... anus investigations. Whoa, 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 whoa. So what do you think? Obviously, you're not buying Zach's uh, Zach's fucking shtick here. You're not buying his improv routine. No, no. I I love his his explanation for like uh being possessed because it sounds like like uh like sort of um it, it sounds like a like some bro trying to talk down his girlfriend about why he put a fucking hole in the wall with his fist <laughs> and he's like babe like it's just like you know i fucking like i lose control i don't like know what's happening and like it just gets like so mad that like it's like coming out of anesthesia like i don't know and then, yeah. like, I'm awake, and, like, there's a hole in the wall. Again, it it seems like an assumption that a bro would have about possession based on watching possessions in movies. If you're being possessed by a sad nurse, what, you're going to sit in her room and fucking, like, hum and be, like, generally weird to your friends? Zach is acting like he is possessed by a stoned child rather yeah. than a murdered nurse. <laughs> yeah, which, hey, you know, these kids were probably getting high on all kinds of shit. They were probably making raisin wine in the, <laughs> in the toilets. And... They did all their own gardening, you know. Maybe that's why they murder the groundskeeper. They found the fucking, like, weed patch in the, in the field over Yon Hill. Nah, you'd have to smoke an entire fucking field of weed from back then for it to do anything. Unless these kids had the secret to the good sticky icky all the way back then. <laughs> no. Zach asks for the flowers to be brought from downstairs back into Anna's room instead of where she was killed. Because Zach is like, that's where Anna wants them. And then there's, this is the exchange that I rewound about 30 times. <laughs> So Zach tries to get them to go get the flowers and Aaron immediately states that he's going to stay with Zach and Nick, as he's leaving mouths, something to Aaron that causes Aaron to fucking go a full on offended. Whoa. Before Nick <laughs> slams the door. Just go quick. Whoa, whoa. Oh no. What did he say? Well, it's very, very difficult because uh, Nick's audio is suspiciously quiet. Yeah. He either tells Aaron to fuck himself or he just flat out says, fuck you to Aaron. Sure you didn't call him a vagina? Well, there, there is another word that starts with F that he may have been mouthing that I won't say <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> No way! It's really hard to tell. Oh it's grainy night vision footage. But he could have he could have dropped uh, a bundle of sticks bomb. <laughs> Not cool. The thing that really throws some shade on the whole possession thing is the the two don't react very hard to their boy being so different than he ever has been ever. 
Like if you if if I was hanging out with you and you started like humming little girl songs and looking listless, I would try to get you to the fucking hospital because I'm thinking you're having a stroke. That's like even like Aaron isn't playing it up enough for me to buy it. You know, like yeah, Aaron would have been way more freaked out, especially because Zach is not yelling at him for like. The, the absence of Zach being mean to Aaron for 20 minutes must have been so jarring for Aaron. What do you want me to do? Huh? I can't even think. What do you want me to do? You want to hold that? The final shot of Aaron going out <laughs> to retrieve the uh, camera. Yes. Yeah. And looking nonplussed and sighing is yeah. my reaction to Zach floating lithely down the hallway singing some kind of song to himself because yeah. he's still channeling the spirit. Dude, you kind of weird me out right now. Why? I don't know. You just seem different. You seem different. This episode, I have to put it on my upper echelon of episodes so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It, it's got a lot of It's got a lot of stuff. As far as an episode goes, it is very unconvincing. There's not a lot of convincing shit going on in this, but there's a lot of good shit. Oh yeah, there's a lot there there's there's a lot of of questionable evidence that could be very easily explained the fact that they kept some lady talking about using her imagination the fact that they kept an owl sound which you know maybe these boys live in las vegas they don't have owls maybe i don't fucking know (laughs) you don't know what an owl is it's unconvincing but utterly engaging and fun which is again ghost adventures to a fucking t they get they they get an E for engaging. They get an E mm. for entertaining, and they get a D for dominating Aaron even <laughs> further. And they get a C, and they do not. They get a C minus for convincing. They get a C minus for convincing, and they get a see me after school for trying to figure out exactly <laughs> how bad Nick fucking insulted Aaron, and if he perhaps needs some sensitivity counseling. Yeah. And speaking of uh, the boys seeing people after class, I think it's time to school them. It's time to challenge them to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. So for this episode, it is it is apropos that you mentioned improv. Because what I really want to do... Because the, the battle is going to be physical, but it's also mental. So... Mm. I want to challenge Zach Bagans to a who is more convincingly possessed off. Mm, okay. I want to I want to see I want to actually like we have to be full LARP. We can't just be ourselves. We have to be channeling our inner demons or some outer demons in this case and bring those personalities to the fight. And if Zach Bagans is bringing that kind of weak-ass acting game where he's just, like, skipping down the hallway and singing songs to himself, I'm pretty sure I can out-act him. (laughs) All right. All right. I like that. Uh, You know, it's funny because I thought for sure you were going to steal mine. Um, What's yours? uh, I say that we're going to fight in the dark 
We're going to have our improv off, um, but we're also going to take all our blows, all our attacks are going to be performed in the mind's eye. <laughs> this is all going to be done through the imagination. Oh it's going to be an imagination off. So you combine the power oh my God. of the of poor improv and an imagination off. We're going to be imagining at each other very hard. We're going to be acting at each other very poorly. And uh, I think, honestly, like, this battle's going to have to end with one of us just giving up because it's so insufferable. You, you know what? You, do you understand the hilarious Pandora's box that you just opened. Do you know what? Do you know what it's, just you just fucking made me picture? We're not even in, we're not even in a haunted location. We've rented out a local community theater where we are taking turns interpretive ghost fight dancing at each other. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and every every move starts with picture this. We turn to the we turn to the to the audience and we say picture this i just fucking picture like zach in an all black leotard <laughs> fucking full body suit like like really really like fucking you know classic mime theater battling with like aaron and nick like lifting him up in the background wearing the like the face masks over so they they're invisible on the stage as he's flying through the crowd you know, oh my god that, that is <laughs> that's gorgeous except he still has to have a belt with a fucking uh skull and crossbones on it oh yeah well i mean yeah, he's gonna full want to cover black up his... leotard <laughs> with uh, this belt. completely you know tabula rossi like no no self except yeah. for he ha still has to have that well i mean you got to wear a dance belt to cover up your fucking package and that's what he's gonna be using <laughs> I would pay so much money to see this. This would this is my literal dream. Seeing Zach Bagan's interpretive dance ghost fight with his boys. This yeah. is God damn, I don't know how we keep outdoing ourselves, but we fucking do. It's because these episodes keep getting fucking better. Yeah. And there's just so much to draw from. God in the damn mind's it. eye in the mind's eye that is there is no that is a perfect challenge again zach bagans come imagine with us imagine <laughs> if you will a battle and come picture fight this. us in the dark picture this <laughs> oh, well. fuck is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises because that's not gonna make me scream like a little girl dance floor is yours show yourself now, ladies and gentlemen, our beautiful witches and warlocks out there, thank you for, for listening. Uh, come join us next time on Come Fight Me in the Dark as we go to Castillo de San Marcos, where you can hear Zach Bagans attempt to talk to non-English-speaking ghosts and do a very <laughs> bad job at it. Oh, God, no! Oh, <laughs> shit! Oh, my God! I love you, I'm buddy. I'm so excited. I love you too, Joel. Thanks a bunch, man. Let's uh, here we go into season two. We, we Fuck made yeah. it. We're, the boogaloo we're, we're has begun. It. Oh my god. <laughs> Couple of proud boys. <laughs> all right, all you witches and warlocks. Thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, please 
follow us on Twitter at CFMITD. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron to Aaron, spelled A-A-R-O-N, is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you. Have a good night.